Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Brother Cooper coming to you today from somewhere along the Revival Trail. My, what a privilege it is to have you join us for the broadcast today. And what an honor is mine to take this King James Bible and to share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of of God. Thank God for a bedrock, final, unquestionable, dependable authority. Aren't you glad for that in a day where there's such an attack on authority and uh, such a, a question mark placed over any kind of definite statement? Aren't you glad that while everything else might be given a fluid new definition, that the Bible stays fixed and forever settled in heaven. Things may change, but not this book. Things might get redefined, but not this book. Things might get punched through with holes and questioned and cut apart and critiqued to the point where they fall to the ground, but not this book. The Bible stands like a rock undaunted amidst the raging storms of time. Other things might falter and fail, but not this book right here. And I'm glad we have in this day and hour a Bible that we can run to, we can depend upon it. It never changes. It's always right. And thank God for this book. It is God-breathed. It is God-preserved. It is God-empowered. There's no book like our Bible. I'm praying God will speak to our hearts through his word today. And if you want to get to know more about God, you get to know more about God by getting to know more about God's word. We're going to start a new chapter today in Genesis, and that will be chapter 28. And uh, we'll get into that in just a moment. And I've been traveling here quite a bit and had people come up to me saying, I'm enjoying your Bible studies. I'm enjoying the podcast, and I'm with you there in Genesis and going through it with you. And I sure do appreciate that. And you just bear with me. This is a long book of the Bible. I understand that. Uh, but we're in, we're going to hurry our way through it. And before long, we'll get on to something else. You see, what comes after Genesis? Well, uh, Genesis, let's see, Exodus. I don't know where we'll go. We'll probably end up in the New Testament, knowing me. I just, wherever God leads, that's where we'll go next. But right now, Genesis 28 is where we are. Now, if you've missed our prior Bible studies, those are on the podcast, and you can find that on Spotify, Apple Podcast, uh, other podcast platforms as well. And uh, that's all available to you. It's free, of course. Just go there and listen. And there's hours of Bible study content archived. That way, if you miss us on these radio stations, you can find us on the podcast uh, whenever you find time to tune in. Now, Genesis 28, and I don't know how far down we'll get today in this, but there's something in the first verse that uh, God used to challenge me, and I want you to see it, and uh, then we'll move right along. And Isaac called Jacob and blessed him and charged him. And said unto him, Thou shalt not. Now, here's a definite authoritative say, Thou shalt not take a wife of the daughters of Canaan. Now, Isaac has blessed his son Jacob. Now, we got into that story in the last chapter about how all that went down, but Isaac now is blessing Jacob. Jacob is the one that God has now chosen to continue this lineage through from Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, on. And so Jacob is going to be blessed. Jacob is going to be the one who will carry forth that promise from Jacob now, just like in Isaac and Abraham will come that country, that nation, that race of people, uh, as great as the stars in the sky and sand on the seashore. Now, as Isaac looks to Jacob, he said, Jacob, uh, this is the big responsibility that you're shouldering, uh, and this is a, a big deal now. This is something that's very important, and we got to do this thing 
the right way. You can't be fast and loose. You cannot be uh, using your liberty for an occasion for the flesh, if you will. You've got to make sure that you do this by the book. We've got to do this thing just right. And here it is, thou shalt not. He's going to start off with all this positive. He's been blessed. He's got this blessing on his life, the birthright. All these things have come to Jacob, but now there's a negative here. And this negative, now wait a minute now, this negative is really a fence around the positive. It is a bulwark. It is a wall of protection. It is a sentry standing watch. It is a guard that keeps that positive from being destroyed. The negative is not a negative. The negative is really a positive because it keeps the positive from being taken away. That negative is going to be put in place as a safeguard to make sure the positive lives on. All right, so here it is. He introduces this negative, which I see is almost a bodyguard to the positive. The negative steps out, and here's the negative, if you will. Thou shalt not take a wife of the daughters of Canaan. Now, you might look at that and say, Isaac is being a little bit hard on his boy. He's telling his boy uh, what he can do and telling him what he can't do. He's telling him who he can love and who he can't love, who he ought to marry and who he better not marry. And he's putting that down at the very beginning of this blessing in Isaac, or rather, of Jacob's life before Isaac sends him away. He's saying, now you're going to be blessed but you're going to have some thou shalts, but there's also them some thou shalt nots. And those nots protect the shouts. Those nots protect the positive, if you will. If you get this wrong, everything else is going to fall apart. It's going to set your life on a trajectory of difficulty and hardship and breaking of hearts and uh, pressure and stress and depression and, and defeat. You don't want that. So let me introduce this negative that stands guard and babysits the positive. All of the blessing, all of the good things that will come to you will come to you if you will simply allow this thou shalt not to be active in your life. And here it is that thou shalt not is don't you get hooked up, don't you get attached, don't you get entangled with someone who's a Canaanite. Someone who doesn't believe God like you believe God. Someone who doesn't live like you live. Someone who does not worship what you worship. Somebody who doesn't worship how you worship. Somebody whose values are not like your values. Somebody whose worldview is not like your worldview. He's saying here that you're going to be blessed. God's going to be good. The favor of God will be evident. The hand of God will be heavy. All of those things are coming in your life. All of those positives, if you will allow this negative, don't be unequally yoked together with a Canaanite. Don't do it. If they don't sing like you, then you don't sing with them. If they don't preach like you, then you don't preach with them. If they don't dress like you, then you don't go dress like them. If they don't do church like you, then you don't go to church with them. If they don't want to do what you want to do for God, then you don't go with them. If if they don't have the same standard, then you don't want to get yoked up. If they don't have the same opinion, then you don't want to get involved. If they don't have the same principle, then they're not for you. And you say, you stay away from that crowd. And if you'll stay 
stay away from that crowd, then I can bless you. Can I say the same thing is still true in this day and hour? You and I have been blessed. We have a heavy load to shoulder. We have been blessed by uh, salvation. We have now the name of Christ upon us. We're a child of God. We've been blessed to be put into that family. We've been blessed with understanding. The Holy Ghost of God resides within us. We've been blessed. We've been blessed with the church. We have a church to attend, a place where the saints gather, a local assembly that teaches and preaches the truth where we can learn doctrine. We've been blessed with the right Bible. We're not messed up monking around, mind all in a million directions, wondering where the Word of God is. We know we have the perfect preserved Word of God in our King James Bible, and we love it, and we live by it, and we preach it, and we try to uh, do exactly what it tells us to do. We've been blessed with that. We've been blessed with the hymns of the faith. How firm a foundation, you saints of the Lord, victory in Jesus, rock of ages, cleft for me. Uh, uh, There is a fountain filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel's veins. We've been blessed with that. We've been blessed with some discernment uh, in the differences between a man and a woman. We've been dressed, uh, been blessed with that understanding of dress and why it matters and these lines that we've drawn. We've been blessed. We've been blessed with all of these things. Now, wait a minute. All those things are a blessing, but it also comes with responsibility and the thou shalt not. And we've got to be careful in this day and hour that we don't marry up with every quote-unquote Christian Canaanite that is out there. Every person who names the name of Christ is not a a good bridge to be built to, uh, or rather a good uh, destination to build a bridge to. They're not somebody that you need to be yoked up with, and God give us some, uh, some, some humility that we will allow the thou shalt nots to protect the promise of blessing so that the positive not be stolen away. If you have some unequal yokes in your life, if you have some detrimental fellowships, you got to get rid of that in a hurry so that God can continue to bless you. Well, that's all the time we have for today. That's one verse in this chapter. Join us next time. Until then, pray for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.